This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to the final independent travel podcast of the week. It's Friday the 24th of February and I'm Simon Calder and I thoroughly enjoyed getting a reader question which has got me thinking quite a lot. The golden age of air travel. I paraphrase very slightly because what the reader actually says is, why has air travel become so fraught with difficulties? 50 years ago, travelling by plane was exciting and reliable. Now it seems like an obstacle course. Well, I know that you almost certainly can't remember 50 years ago. I can. I was a teenager. I was... Growing up in Crawley, I was very close to Gatwick Airport. And so, therefore, I know something of which I speak about how things were half a century ago. Gosh, it was exciting, the prospect of going by plane, to the extent that, um, well, it just never happened, um, bluntly. Uh, There was no way that me or my family or um, most of the people I knew would ever get on a plane in in the uh, early 1970s. I mean, you travelled everywhere by road or rail or indeed um, by hitchhiking. And if you wanted to get to Europe, you would be going on the ferry. Um, The uh, marvellous cross-channel hovercraft were not quite there yet. Um, Because flying was way beyond anybody's normal financial reach. There was the occasional person who might go off to the Costa Brava on a package holiday. And one of my school friends, but that was extremely rare. It was simply something that never happened. So, was it exciting? Of course it was. Is it exciting? Yes, it certainly is. I, I find airports so compelling. I mean, I used to go to Gatwick mostly because I was um, uh, working there in the uh, in the 1970s. I was, um, well, cleaning out... Uh, Freddie Laker's planes. I was frisking people. That was a job, not a hobby. And so I got the excitement of an airport and it's still there. So was flying reliable? Well, yes, except when the planes crashed. And it is a terrible, terrible tragedy that the frequency of plane crashes was so high that it was just kind of normal run-of-the-mill headlines um just absolutely awful there were loads of hijackings as well um just going off all over the place and that begins actually to tell the story of why um uh, i think our reader uh, says it feels like an obstacle course because well yes you've got aspects like um just to deal with one one, um, one particular thing, Gatwick Airport used to be able to just drive up the ramp and drop your, drop your um, passengers off and drive off again. And they would be about two feet from a check-in desk and about 200 feet from a plane. But 
Um, far better. Um, there's now a £7 charge. I'm sorry about that, but it does encourage people to use the airport's very own station. So that's that's you can see that as a hurdle or you can see that as just um, modifying behaviour. But crucially, um, the security checks which came in, and indeed I was a security officer, as I say, um, they really kind of came in during the mid-70s. Um, people haven't really thought of them, but hijacking became so frequent that somebody thought oh well we better have um, a metal detector one of those arches or just somebody with a wand which beeped um, when they found something metallic and furthermore let's have a rummage through their cabin baggage of course there was no rules on liquids no rules on sharps because uh, the liquid bomb plot and the terrible events of 9-11 had not yet happened yet and there was uh, you, you could um, take a ridiculous amount of stuff through as cabin baggage. Um, having said that, yes, it's a complete pain having to get your laptop out, having to get your liquids out, having to do all that. But things are going to get easier. They are um, already. I've had a blissful journey at the start of January through Gatwick where I just happened to turn up in one of the queues where they had the modern scanner so they said oh don't worry about finishing your bottle of water don't worry about getting your laptop your liquids out it'll just go through and that's going to happen increasingly at least for leaving the UK so that will get much much better and I also think that um, if well Let's, um, let's bring in Jean-Paul Sartre. There's a very large element in travel, I notice, of hell being other people. Um, it's great to see people back as tourists, people back at airports, large numbers of people going places. I've just been on a fantastic trip around Africa and Europe and so many people go to so many places. I just love like Yesterday I was in um, Gardunor, just looking um, from from um, on high in the uh, Eurostar terminal, just down at the great activity, all these people going on these really important journeys, all fine. That was railways. Back to the skies. Are things better now? Oh, yes, they are. I used to clean out Dan Air Comet aircraft. They were horrible. Yes, they were a fantastic British invention when they came in in the early 1950s. But by the 1970s, they were long in the tooth. They were cramped. They were crowded. They were incredibly noisy by all accounts. I never actually got to fly in one. Much more so pity. And a modern um, low-cost airline, you're going to have a far more comfortable journey if you're travelling long haul. Oh, my goodness. Yes, the... The aircraft sort of look and feel the same. The Boeing 747 started in 1970. Uh, um, you also had pretty much in 1973 the TriStar, the DC-10. And actually, a Boeing 777 or an Airbus A350 feels much the same as a, a let's, let's say, a, a DC-10 or a, a TriStar. They don't have the hump, of course. And yet the experience is far better. You've got all this in-flight entertainment. Your seat is actually more comfortable. It's going to be a revolutionary journey. So things are much, much better. But in particular, they are much safer um, and more affordable. So if you're going to be able to fly and you know that within you know, the the, the, the chances of anything happening to you are many millions to one that's good enough for me this is 
ladies and gentlemen, the golden age of air travel, although sometimes I do concede it doesn't always feel like that. Delighted to get your thoughts. You can tweet me at Simon Calder and I will be uh, very happy to um, hear your response. But this is officially the weekend starting with the news that the golden age of air travel is right now. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.